What's going on, everybody? This is Patriot Underground here. Now, before we get started tonight with the show, I want to say a few words on behalf of the company that I have partnered with to help folks protect their financial resources as we enter into the eye of the storm. Now, I don't think I need to remind everybody that this financial crash has been predicted for years, and now we are seeing everything unfold exactly the way the real financial advisors, the real professionals and experts out there have been telling us that it was going to. So I urge everybody out there to seize this opportunity. Don't wait until it's too late. Protect your financial resources. Roll over your 401k and your IRAs into precious metal-backed, into gold-backed currency. That is the wave of the future, folks. We know that this is a sound investment. It's been proven over and over and over again. Now is the time. Don't wait. Seize this opportunity, folks. Click the link in the description, and I guarantee you, folks, this will be the best financial decision that you've ever made. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. God bless and Godspeed. Enjoy the show. Patriot out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is August 22nd, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me, folks, to discover the truth beneath the surface. As always, I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. And today, it is my pleasure to welcome back my friend, Dr. Scott Young, to the show. We've had some excellent conversations in the past, and I'm sure today we're going to cover a wide variety of topics that the audience is very curious to get your take on. And for those who aren't aware, Dr. Scott Young is, amongst other things, an audiologist. He's an author. He's a speaker. And he's considered an authority on the QFS, Nasara, and Jasara. And certainly he can speak on any of the issues that we're facing with great insight that pertain to the Great Awakening. So it's my pleasure, Dr. Scott, to welcome you back. It's great to see you. Hey, man. How you doing, man? Doing good. So we got so many things going on. I mean, you were you and I were texting the other day and I was going, we you you, you were um, I think we were texting on Sunday and we were like, you were like, we gotta get it in. And I, I could I could feel it even through the text message. And I'm like, okay, yeah. we gotta do it like and we said Tuesday night, you know, and I'm like, let's let's go. Um, because we it's really important right now. Um things, yeah, things are really heating up. It's it's big, guys. This is uh, this is Tuesday, the the twenty second, and I, now I would have never imagined in my wildest of dreams that we would have been sitting a Tuesday, August twenty second, and we wouldn't have been in you know the EBS thing. We wouldn't have been sitting with the Sara kind of rolling out, but here we are. You know, so something's something's afoot here. So absolutely. Well, let's talk about it because there is just so much going on. And you and I were sharing some ideas before we hit the record button. So why don't we lead off with the big news? I mean, obviously, there's so much big news. It's it's kind of hard to, to classify anything as the big news. But let's talk about the big news that began today, which is the BRICS summit and really well, the financial collapse. So go ahead. Well, BRICS. Obviously, if you don't know what BRICS is, that's um, it's uh, okay. I always have to like do this a little quickly here. So, um, BRICS, why do I like mess that up there? But basically, it's it's uh, uh, Brazil, Russia, I always mess that up, and be in the uh, area, yeah. and then we get um, we get uh, um, not Iraq. 
India, uh, India China, and South Africa. <laughs> I'm sorry. And then we have basically, now, officially, there's 60, 70 different countries. Some people will want to say that there's interested 100-ish countries. Bah humbug, guys. It's truly 200 countries. Do not listen to the official numbers. Okay. One thing is fascinating is that Xi came to South Africa. Um, France was not allowed to come in because they would have messed up. I mean, a lot of the African countries are not allowing him to come over there because um, Macron, it, it, don't believe most of these idiots are allowed to come over. Uh, most of the cabal are not going to be allowed to come in. Um, funny thing is, and this just came out five minutes ago, Putin um, came on and was talking, but it wasn't his voice and they said he was sick. I don't know what's going on with that one. Weird, weird, weird. Now, we have known for a very long time that BRICS was um, the those nations statement of saying, listen, we're pissed off at America, you Nasara people for not going gold back. So what we're doing is we're banding together and we're going into a gold-backed currency. So guess what? BRICS is just SARA, the global part of the Nasara group, okay? They're, <clears throat> this is an individual effort. Do not think this is a one-world currency. It's not New World Order. It's not any of that. You guys met, don't think that way, okay? Because each nation... Just think Brazil, okay, will have her own currency, her own quantum financial system with her own physical money, okay? Will have her own digital and physical money that she can put her hands on, okay? Now, what happens there is that they have been so irritated at America for not pushing forward her financial agenda that what they decided is that they said, fine, we're going to do it ourselves. And because we haven't been putting forward our best efforts because the cabal keeps coming in and messing with things, what we did, I mean, what we saw is that BRICS said, we're just going to do it. Now, <clears throat> on the other side of this, we have several real well-meaning truthers. Okay, I really don't like beating up truthers. This is not my thing. Um, we have well-meaning truthers who are terrified of the BRICS countries. And what they have talked about is Project Sandman. Now, what Project Sandman in their kind of mind is that it's the killing of the dollar. Now, it's killing of the American dollar, which is the, which is the dominant <coughs> force of the trading of, of America. And this is what we had from 1941 on, or 44 on, in the Bretton Woods Conference, right in the post-war era. Now, that's not post-World War II, but right at the end of World War II, we they set the, these, this, these ideas up for the trading of the petrodollar. Now, right. what happens is that they set the dollar up and they kind of based it loosely loosely on 
the gold standard loosely on the petro uh, dollar trading issues. Okay, it was a little bit on on gold because gold would be traded worldwide, but it was on the petro point. Now, what you have to understand is that uh, the petrodollar went away in the 71 to 74 timeframe. That's what the gas crisis was. It was a false flag issue. And then gold prices went through the roof. Okay. So when we, we come to this timeframe, 2020 was always known as a bankruptcy uh, statement. What we come to at 2023, we are past the red line. The Great Reset was supposed to actually occur at this time frame. Um, it, most of the Nasara people who were looking at this were expecting the Nasara thing to come through. So it, it's kind of like when you know you're at a at a bankruptcy event. If you've ever been really close at bankruptcy event, and I've been there before, and and when you're hanging on like a bloody thread. Um, you're you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. There was a time in my life when I was um, taking money out of my second mortgage to pay my first mortgage. Mm. That is an incredibly dangerous time frame that you're doing, and and that's what the that's what the cabal is doing in the Fed. Do not believe that this is is all crashing down. We're in the Great Recession or the Great Depression times 300. There's no coming back from this if we don't have Nasara Jasara. This is absolutely has to happen 100%. Okay. So you have to have all of your hopes in this particular event with this point. Okay. So the, the issues of of the the point that the BRICS people are going is we don't care about you. We don't care about the um, the the US dollar. Because guess what? We've already kind of let you go. They don't care about the dollar. We're just moving forward with our economic agenda. They have they don't care about Project Sandman. You know, people are talking about it, but they don't give a rip about it. So we've known for a very long time frame that that was a back wall event for the global currency reset or the changeover event that would come. So we're still waiting for it. So we're on a tipping a, a tipping horse there. Now there is a second kind of event that we kind of look at, which is an executive order 13848, which is the, the executive order that Trump did in January of 2018. And it says, if you have crimes against humanity, um, specifically related to election fraud, or voter fraud, it goes not just from the Hillary's or from the, you know, from Italy or coming in, you know, it's, it's against America, but it's it, and, and from the CIA or the FBI or any other kind of areas, but all the way down to the post the post office guy, um, all the way down to the person who is who just doesn't turn on the machine and shoves it in an orange little bag and puts it in a little area and shreds it later on. It's all the way through that, that system. So he set those executive orders up and they have a time-locked period of 
or where they, they come in into vogue. And then you can extend the executive orders. Now, when we, when we saw Trump out of office, what happens, now executive orders all have a time lock and they can be extended by the next president and when they're extended by that next president, there's always a good reason for it. If it's, if it's you know, by the next president, the next president can pick it up or they can kill it if they want to. And, and it's not uncommon that they kill it or pick it up. But in this case, it's funny because the actor Biden, and we know that's not the real Biden, but the actor Biden actually extended it. Now, he extended it several times. Mm -hmm. But we know for a fact that he extended it and he extended it. And here's the last possible date. Here's a funny date. 9-12 of 23. It cannot be extended farther than that point in time. So we have two back wall dates that are occurring in a very short order here. We have the, the Jasara events that is happening today, Tuesday through, through Thursday. And we have something in about three, two to three weeks here of the executive order for, uh, for Trump to deal with election fraud. See, he's gotta deal with that stuff. And if we let those things go, all of that stuff in 2018, 2020 goes out the window. So you're saying, wow, that's huge. So you're saying that executive order 13848, I just want to make sure I got this right, cannot, it's been extended several times, but it can't be extended again. Right. The expiration date is literally like 20 days away or something yep. along those lines. Yeah, whatever, 15 days away, whatever wow. the date is. It wow. cannot be extended. Now, obviously, you could write something again, but you but you can't go backward in time. Remember, you can't like create something. I mean, you can't like write a law and and you can't write a law and say we no one can have peanut butter ever again. And and then go backward in time and say, yeah, but but I wanted to get those people in, in, in the rears. In a in a excuse me in arrears, sorry that was bad. Um, <laughs> in arrears and and go backward in time and go get those people who 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 got peanut butter. You can't do it in backwards. You, you can't go backwards. And so no matter no matter what you want to do. So you're saying that if Trump wants to go after, first of all, he set up these executive orders. <clears throat> excuse me, as we know, as a part of this military sting operation, and they have expiration dates. And we're looking at an expiration date literally less than a month away. And if Trump wants to go after election interference and the crimes against humanity aspect as well, the clock is very much ticking. So you're saying that that's one of these back wall events. And then you're also I I gleaned from your your uh, commentary about BRICS that you're looking for them to make a major announcement by the end of this summit as sort of a back wall event as well, or, or did I, I believe, did I take I, that too far? What do you expect yeah, is going to be sort of the outcome of the BRIC summit? I think, I think so too. Well, let me, let me go backward to the, the eight, the one, three, eight, four, eight. So sure. um, let me throw out one other kind of thing here. So um, the dominion machines that, that are in what 32 different States, have not been calibrated since 2017. The reason why 
Um, when something hasn't been calibrated, it makes the results from that machine invalid. Okay. I have something called an audiometer, which is something that we test hearing with. If it's not calibrated every year, every test that I do from that machine is invalid, which means that every single patient that I would run from it, from if I, if I had a, v, a patient from the VA or every single insurance test would be invalidated, which means that I could have, I would have to be required to pay back every single dollar that I, uh, that I collected. I mean, that would wipe out my whole business. Okay. And they could, I mean, this would be horrid. I mean, I, I, it would, it could just kill me in that way. Right. I could bankrupt me over, over not having a, an audiometer calibrated. Here's what happens. This the Dominion machines on purpose were not calibrated from 2017 on, all of them, on, and and they were purposely not done because they on they they didn't want you to realize that they had a internet connected connectedness. So the the elections of 2018, 2020, and 2022, and all the other little tiny elections of mayors and and city councils are all invalid. The reason why Trump put those uh, those executive orders in January of 2018 is he wanted to catch all of those timeframes. He wanted to get all of those people. That means that Nancy Pelosi is invalid, which means that every single executive or excuse me, um, every single uh, congressional hearing statement bill that they put in in vogue every single senate hearing every single thing that they tried to throw in every single law that they passed is completely invalid everything that they've ever done is invalid now is this tied into 13848 or is this a different yes okay. it's in it's inside of that okay and so what happens it you guys you guys don't realize it unravels everything that they do in the court issues. And it also ties into the Brunson case because what happens, mm. it is, is, it's a little bit a part of it because the Brunson case is so gorgeous because all they had to do is listen to, a, listen to hearings from January 6th to January 16th. That's all they had to do is just listen to the case and 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 figure it out. I mean, if they would just have listened to the case and do it in an open forum, they would have been procedurally correct. But because they didn't pay attention to the case, every single person who is a part of Congress and Senate and all of the minions underneath them are all invalid. They're all out of out of office. That's that's how amazing this this whole thing is. And by the way, what you don't know is one year ago, that case was already proven valid, the Supreme Court, and they don't tell you this, it's already proven it correct. That will come out after. So the you're saying events. they've ruled on that case. They've already, already ruled on it. It's already it's already been ruled so on. So all of these theatrics about them throwing it out, it's just part of the pantomime, as you see. It's part of, it's part of the movie, guys. It's part of the movie. You don't understand this is this has already been taken care of. 
We're just waiting for the time frame. That's why, that's why the Brunson brothers keep regenerating it back into it. They would not allow something like this case to keep coming back on if they were just waiting for it to happen. It's one of the most simplistic cases in the history of the world. And, it, and, and here's the other thing. If a case came up and you had a case that that um, if Patriot Underground and Scott were standing in front of a court of law, and and they said, do you want to um, do you want to um, contest the case, and 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 it was and it was going to be about us and and was going to kick us out of our job, we'd say, well, yeah, I want to, I want to jump up and say, I don't want, I want to, I'm going to contest that case, not. One single member of Congress or Senate or presidency ever contested that case. That's Did you know that? Yeah. Not one, not one single member of it. They waived last, a bunch of their rights, really. They all it? waived their rights to mm -hmm. to, to it's on purpose. He, they did it beforehand. It's not because they were they were um they were sure it wasn't gonna go through. It's because they had no right to they didn't want to, they they were not allowed to whatever that they they are toast now, let me let me ask you a question why Sorry. just because i and this just could be my own lack of understanding but why uh can 13848 not be extended any farther because because there is a, a there is a time locked period of, of 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 an executive order that they just there's just so many times that you can extend it to. Okay, so it's all basically according to code, essentially. How many yeah, times be, they because of presidential codes and executive orders, that just this the last time that you can do that. You know. Okay, so if you if, can always again, you can always write a new one, but it would only be from that date on. Yeah, it so, would invalidate everything, like you said, from from 2018 that they were trying right. to capture all these individuals. So if right. we don't see, if, let me just kind of connect the dots here. So you basically you're saying if we don't see the EBS or the EAS prior to that executive order expiring, then something's majorly off. You know, that's basically what you're saying here, right? Exactly. And this is this is why people when people look at me and and, and I, I know I'm I know I'm putting myself out here. And by the way, if you've ever listened to me for three and a half years, you've never heard me say a date. Yeah, this is big. I mean, this you've is never heard me say a date. No. No, I've 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 hoped for a date. I've said I don't think so. I mean, maybe not by the end of the year. I hope it's not by the end of the year. I've I've said I hoped, okay. I've hoped or whatever, but I've never set a date. But I'm not making these dates up. I'm telling you what the executive orders say. I'm telling you what every single per I mean, the BRICS nations are saying this. I didn't say this. The BRICS nations are going gold-backed. If the BRICS nations go gold-backed, they're wiping America out. Absolutely. We're forget about um being in inflation. We're in inflation times a thousand. I mean, the the inflation level will will go up. Yeah, because the they can't get anyone to purchase the treasury bonds to finance the debt. Really, what are they going to do if Here's, they can't? Uh, you know, the only choice really at that point is just hyperinflation, printing, printing, printing. And the and the Fed is already up to the moon. I mean, there's, 
there's already some uh, some some points out there that the Fed has already bought a whole bunch of treasury notes out there. Um, there's there's so many little issues out there. Yeah, but, they're soaking up all the toxic debt. But I've been listening to if you listen to Trump and see some of these people, it's like they got different color glasses on. And and I was talking, and I don't want to name names because I can't. I'm not allowed to say the names. Okay, so okay, the, there's a, a person when he was telling me this stuff, he was talking to people that you would know the names of. Okay, and these are big, big name ones, but they really don't get into the cons, uh, the the uh, uh, conspiracy theories like Patriot and I do. Okay. And um, he was like, you mean the truth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they don't get into the the truth points that we talk about. And he was like, they don't understand the EBS and the Nassara stuff and all this other stuff. And I'm like, really? And he goes, yeah, they just don't get it. And and I'm like, are they just like Clydesdales? And he goes, I guess they are. And, and they've just focused on their little bitty area. And I'm like, man, that's really disturbing to me because they really need to do this. And, and it's like, they're so focused on Trump 2024 and Trump, you know, getting back in office in January of 2025. And I'm like, hey, that's great. But you know what? We can't make it financially till that time frame. Yeah, you've there's been very consistent. No, we can't make it. You, I, there's no possible way, in any way, shape, and form, the world can make it. Canada's burning down. Um, the, I, I mean, just from a pure financial level, the Fed has no money left. Everything out there, and and. Here's the thing. If Trump really said and really believed 2024, here's what he would, here's what he would be talking about. He would be talking, um, he would only be talking about DeSantis and and Christie and everything else. And he would, and he does, no question, but he would never, ever talk about election rigging. He would never talk about 2020 absolutely he, 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 and that's he what all these wanted. indictments are based on that's a that, that he's forced them into bringing the the exact issue that he wants directly in the spotlight which is election fraud he's maneuvered the deep state into putting that issue having to do with 2020 and like you said i mean putting it right on the front burner for everyone to look at that's basically where we're at right now and like you said if this executive order expires Right. And without the EAS and without military intervention and without the rollout of Nassara and Jassara and everything that we've been basically hoping and praying for, that election 2020 at, at that point, is it accurate to say it's in the books? I mean, in other words, it, what went down historically will never really be rectified. It, in, is that in, in that situation? Well, let, let me let me let me say it and let me say it in a slightly different way. OK. So um, let's go backward in time to the first election, major election rigging of, of well, there, there's a couple of them. There's, there's one that happened in 1960 with, um, with Nixon 
and Kennedy. Mm -hmm. And we have um, Joseph P. Kennedy, who rigged it in Chicago uh, for his son, and is very well known. The mob rigged it for for his son JFK, and that that's that's one issue that rigged it. And but he made a deal with Nixon that he would get him back in into the into office. So his the dad rigged it for his son, but he gave Nixon, the other other candidate, he was going to get him in anyway. So he was for both sides, which is totally crazy. The the next major rigging was in 2000 um, with Bush and Gore. Um, so we have this very crazy uh, uh, rigging with the hanging chads, right? And, oh, yeah, I and, remember that, yeah. And, and so everyone talks about this, and it goes all the way to the Supreme Court. Now, when you ask Gore about it, he's sore. He is sore about this issue. He's mad about this, but he says that he lost the election. He now, conceded. He conceded the election. When you ask, um, when you ask any other loser of the election, McCain, any pick any single person, when you ask Hillary. She was sore about the election, but she conceded the election. The only person in American history who has not conceded this election and did not show up for the inauguration is Trump. That's right. Think that one through for just a little bit. Not one time has he conceded the election. Not one single time. And if you realize what I'm saying there, he still has not conceded the election. So if he's not conceded the election, and you say, but he's called him president, and, and there have been numerous people who called Joe Biden, idiot Joe, or other kinds of statement, they do not call him the same way that you would call anyone else. They, I mean, I, I've never seen this guy called the same, the, I mean, called what he's been called in, in, in any other time frame in American history. So to our point here, if Trump would just shut up about 2020, we might be talking something different. But because he is not, because he keeps going backward to 2020, it tells you there's another story outstanding. That's why we have to keep going back to 2020 and the election fraud still has to be rec reconciled. It has not been reconciled and it will not be reconciled because they're always going to steal elections. That's what the cabal does, guys. Because mm -hmm. even if Nasara comes to pass, Tomorrow, let's say it does. Let's say we get Nassar for all the things we want. And, and here's, here's what happens. If Nassara comes into to vogue and they go, we'll give you everything. We'll give you all the things. The IRS, whoop, boom, everything happens. And we don't get the election. And we don't get election, uh, pure election integrity the way that we need to have it with paper ballots and all the right things, they will kill Nasara again. 
they will kill it in 2024. That is the key. And Nasara and the elections are together. Well, let me ask you this. Let me get because I want to weave this into the into the picture that we're painting here, because I think this is extremely relevant. The Trump indictments. All right. Now, as we know, initially Trump created expectation by saying one more indictment was all he needed. And then he announced that he was going to have this press conference, as you know, where he was going to release a report presumably on the election fraud, which I think would have to come from the military. I'm going to get to that in just a second. But first question is, why do you think Trump did that? Do you think that was some sort of a head fake? Why do you think that he made this announcement about the press conference and then he pivoted away from it? And then I want to ask you specifically about the Trump card, because I actually did a breakdown of uh, some of the highlights of Josh Reed's analysis on the Trump card. I don't know if you actually watched that video where he broke it down, but it was really brilliant. But in essence, the punchline was that he was saying that the Trump card would be the military proof, the irrefutable proof to exonerate Trump, because all these charges, all of these indictments hinge upon whether or not the election in 2020 was on the up and up. Because if it was, then those charges would stick. That was his premise. And if it wasn't, which we know it wasn't, then everything would fall apart and Trump would be exonerated and it would be irrefutable proof. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on that, because this is obviously interrelated to what we're talking about. Yeah. So I, 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 you know what I like when I, I hear people, I, I, you know, I listen to people all the time on how they actually answer questions. And now I'm I'm doing it a little bit with you uh, because I'm I'm not trying to obfuscate, but because I want to I want to uh, answer it in a way that, like this. Um, I love it when people when they you ask a question and they don't really answer it. Now I'm doing it a little bit with you. Sorry, um, <laughs> that's all right. Okay, so I would say absolutely positively you are one thousand percent correct. So that I'm going to answer it yes in the affirmative. That is exactly what the case is. But when you talk to people about um, any question and they don't like your answer, they will obfuscate. And, and what happens is that if they don't like the answer, and we, we're seeing that today in a lot of different areas. And when they don't like your answer, they're looking for, they'll look around the internet and they'll look for a guru that will change truth. And I, and I, I, want, to, I want to throw something out at you that um, to, to give you a little point that, that'll mess with you just a hair, because there are a couple words in Greek. And when you look in the, in the New Testament in the Bible, uh, there's these real interesting words called uh, of truth and lies. Um, and one of the words in, in the, and there's a whole bunch of different words for truth in New Testament, but one of the primary ones is called veritas, or ver we use in scientific terms called verify, okay? And what Trump is talking about is verification. And many times when we talk about truth, we go, this is my truth, mine. And I'm like, who cares about your truth? I don't give a rip about that. That's called opinion. Okay. When you talk about verification, 
It's something that you can verify. You get your fingers in in the middle of it and you verify by different sourcings, okay? And you it, it is completed. That's the trump card is a verified point of evidence that you you put put it all together and it's completed. And anyone with a brain can look at that and the evidence is all laid out and it points to one single answer that's called veritas. Now, let me tell you on the other hand of this, this point here, the word false doesn't mean like untrue. It actually means the word pseudos and it's, it, it's P S E U D O um, where we mean like pseudo and we mean pseudo means like sort of. It's real interesting because that actually is more like opinion. So the difference between truth and lie, in uh, truth and false in the New Testament is verification versus opinion. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? That's very interesting. See, what happens today is that we have on one side is verification and on the other side is opinion. And we're struggling because the opinion is what I want to have. And the opinion, I'll keep searching around for the opinions until it lines up with what I like it to be. Mm -hmm. But I don't like the things that verify. And so guess what? Guess what happens to a lot of us? We keep searching and searching and searching for things that line up with what makes me feel comfortable. And, and one of the things that we have done as conspiracy theorists that the CIA hates, they hate our guts, is that we have stayed in the uncomfortable nature of this. And so what I'm trying to share with you guys here, and what Patriot Underground does so beautifully, is he leads you and guides you along a path to show you, to open up to you, and you have to like step in the mud and and kind of wipe away the the dirt along the home plate and see that's the home plate that's where you need to step upon and and see the veritas that that's the goal that you need to step upon and so yeah i would agree that is the trump card and and i believe that he's actually probably not going to be um putting the trump card in the media but he's probably going to put the trump card more interestingly what i've been hearing is putting the trump card in the court systems mm -hmm. because when he puts it in the court system it has to be in pub in, in the records which actually puts it in the public records which makes it in um indelible ink that cannot be changed mm. that's the possibility Very interesting so you think that it's going to go to trial? Oh, well, well I think what it, what it might just do is, I, I, see, I, I don't think Fanny, whatever her name is. Willis, I think. Willis or Wilson or whatever that stupid name is. I, I think she's just a, an idiot plant. And, and she's just, you know, she is just the weed in the wind. And, and she's just the, he's the weed whacker. You know, and she's just going to get whacked down in just a second. 
um, moron of morons. All these these ones, the Jack Smith are just they're just going to get whacked down because they think they're smart. They're so stupid. And I oh, like absolutely. To, I like to put it this way. And I, I, if you've listened to me ever say this before, he's got his chess pieces with queens and a king, and they got pawns and a little king. They ain't got any ability to do anything. I mean, he just keeps moving the queen over and knocking over the pawns. Okay. You guys keep getting upset about things, but the, the pawns keep getting knocked over very, very quickly. But the media makes you think those pawns are really scary. Okay. Now, it doesn't mean that the DEWs that they're doing in Canada and Maui and all these other things are not destructive to the people. Don't, I'm, I'm not trying to put that down. That's not part of the movie or part of that stuff. I mean, that's, that's, that is the cabal having a hissy fit and, and they're, they're coming out of the corner and basically they're just destroying things. Okay. That's an animal in a corner and they're just indestructive behaviors. And unfortunately, at the very end of World War II, one of the things that we found is that instead of giving up, um, they did a couple things. The Nazis would put out little kids, not more than 10, 12 years old, and they fought to the bitter end. And and uh, the, the Americans did not want to fought, fight through uh, Berlin, but the Russians did. Or the Soviets did, and they fought street by street. And that's unfortunately where we are. We're in the street fight. Absolutely. Well, I want to ask you a little bit about the whole fifth generational warfare topic in general, because we're seeing so many different examples of it. But before we pivot away from this conversation that we've been having about the indictments and about executive orders and the EBS and BRICS, I wanted to ask you, what did you make of Jan Halper Hayes coming forward? Apparently, as an insider in this task force at the DOD, that's essentially charged with gauging the psychological profile. I mean, she went on uh, Nino's show and she really broke down a lot of this stuff, gauging where we're at and you know why the people are thinking a certain way and on and on and on. But essentially, the point here is that she made some pretty powerful statements about the DOD having the goods on the election fraud, confirming that Trump ended the corporation in 2018, that the White Hats essentially exist and that they are waiting for a time, the appropriate time to make their move to avoid civil war. I mean, this was, at least on the surface, pretty big coming from someone in her position. And then, of course, we also see Senator Ron Johnson coming forward and getting much bolder in terms of talking about COVID and we have the whole COVID redo that they're t attempting to push on us. We could talk about that a little bit, but what did you make of Jan Halper Hayes coming out? Well, I, I, I had to do a little bit of a background on her because I was going, who the flock is this woman? I mean, like, what is she doing? And yeah, first most off, people hadn't heard of her. Yeah. I mean, really hadn't. And and when you go backward in time in 2016, 2015 or something like that, she, you know, she kind of, um, uh, you, you know, she, she had a psychological background on Trump and she really didn't like him at first. And and of course, there's some background on him that she didn't like. And by the way, I didn't like Trump first. Uh, you know, first, I, I didn't know enough about him. And I was always like, 
can he just shut up? And, you know, I used to say that kind of stuff too, but that's, that's, that's speaking from ignorance. That that's what some of us thought at, at the time frame. But, you know, when she first came out in Great Britain and, and popped her shows off, um, she didn't let anyone get in her way. And you know what it feels like? And, and this is me pontificating. So just bear with me here. It feels like she is speaking from Q. It, it's it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like she's speaking from the Q team, and and she is like, like like the the world is going. We are so upset right now. We're so frustrated that the military is going. You know what? We need to kind of get someone out there who's gonna like have some straight through it you know cut right through um the the bs and that's what i kind of felt like with her um and and she's saying and she's it's like she is green lighted through in different areas and she's saying things that every one of us who've been around this movement for a long enough time frame all of us go exactly yeah but she said it on mainstream media i mean that's the that's really the big part of it you know and it, it was funny to watch the interview i don't know if you saw the whole interview but at first it was just a clip that i saw where she was making the statements but if you watch the reactions of the they were individuals, all like they i mean they, yeah exactly they didn't know what like, to and, say and, they i mean no you know idea. and here's the thing here's what what i'm going to tell you is I, i'm going to share with you guys that is a future prophecy I, I kid you not. Um, now, what most people don't know about, well, most people might know if you've watched me, that I, I have been um, been getting up at four and five in the morning. And when I get up at four and five in the morning, I'm up up in time frame where I have my coffee and the lights are off and I'm in prayer and I'm, you know, I do a little workout kind of thing too. And I've been losing a little weight for the last you know, year and trying to get down to another 10 pounds off here still. But um, but one of the things that I do is I kind of ask, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm quiet most of the time. I, I don't say anything to the Lord or anything, but one of the things that I do is like, what do you really want to say? And that that's a big thing I say to God. And I've been hearing this one, that when the, when the thing flips, and I and I, you, some of you guys have heard me say this a little bit, but when the pendulum swings over, um, it's gonna swing so hard to the other side that you guys are gonna feel like you guys are gonna feel very comfortable. Okay, um, we have felt very uncomfortable, especially in July when you know the the you know that LGBTQ whatever's um you know we're dancing around in seattle's and whatever you know and doing their thing and being gross um whereas around the world when they get out there they get their butt kicked um and and you're gonna see the pendulum swing out over here where in america we we're telling them no we you're gonna see this swing over very hard number one number two that Dr. Jan Halperin is an example of what's coming out here. Um, 
I agree. People like um, people uh, that you guys have seen on the videos that are on these these Rumble videos and these YouTube videos are going to be on the talk shows, and the, because the talk shows are not going to be in existence anymore. The mainline uh, mainline broadcasts are going to be replaced with this because, uh, and I've been hearing this over and over again, and I know that sounds crazy, but everyone's going to go, shut up. I want to hear the real truth. I want to hear the Veritas truth. I don't want to hear you liars anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Well, let's talk a little bit about fifth generational warfare. Obviously, the attack, the attacks in Maui are devastating. And there's just so much information that's coming out from this one event. It's really hard to keep up with. I mean, I, I put some notes together just on everything that I've learned so far. But certainly, it appears clear that this was a directed energy weapon attack on Lahaina by the deep state. And certainly we have a laundry list of anomalies that we could go through. We could talk about the media blackout, the police blockade, 12 mile, I think it was a 12 mile perimeter around where the attack took place to prevent the media from getting in, to prevent supplies from getting in, to the prevent water. the details from getting out, the water, yeah. right? The, the water was shut off. We found out that we not only about the corrupt police chief and his weird past, we also found out that the Obama uh, appointee, I think I forgot his name, uh, Kalia or something. I, I can't remember his name, but he was put in place by Obama and was ordered to shut off the water. We've seen the irregular burning patterns, the melted cars, the melted boats, but the palm trees just swaying in the wind there. Yeah. So, I mean, and I, I could go on and on, but I mean, and I'm hearing more and more about chemtrails being activated by the directed energy weapons that the, the area was hit with uh, some aluminum and uh, what is it, barium, I think they use in the chemtrails and they interface or interact with the directed energy weapons. I've heard talks about 5G playing a role. I've also heard that this was a hit on the United States Space Force because we have a major installation on Maui. So there's a lot of stuff out there. I just to kind of and I could go on, by the way, there's more, but I don't want to say it all so that you can't react to any of it. But, you know, what have you learned? What's your take on what happened? I mean, there's still a lot of question marks. Uh, give us your I, take on on Maui, because I haven't I'm really fascinated. Heard you break it down. I'm fascinated by this. And I feel like um, I, I bet I've been praying about that one too. And and while I'm not going to be as, as, you know, as good at you as you are on that. And I'm, you know, I'm never going to be as good at some of some people on that particular one. I'm more of a, of a historian um, than other people will say. I, I look at this as a Pearl Harbor. Yeah, people um, are saying that. Mm -hmm. I look at this as now one of the things we kind of have been suspecting is that um is that Hawaii has potentially um asked for sovereignty um from America. There has been a possibility of a sovereignty area that they wanted to be their own um not be part of America as as one of the 50 states. There's been a, a, a suggestion of that. Um, and by the way, 
it's totally fine. If that's what they want to be, you know, they want to be their own uh, own state and just we be the 49 states. You know, I have no problem with with a place offer, uh, you know, wanting to be that. Um, be sovereign, sure. I mean, you know, especially in the in the near future that, you know, after, you know, post Nassara kind of thing. You want to be that? Go for it. Um, you know, because that's that's a right of 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 a of a country. Uh, you know, in essence, that would be a country to accomplish that, just like the Bahamas or whatever kind of thing. Um, and I think what we're possible, and if that is if that is really the case, I think we're seeing a punishment. Um, a if if that really that could be, and I'm just pushing it out there mm -hmm. that could be a punishment for that um and and it's it's the cabal kind of doing a punishment um i think what we're we're struggling with here is that um if if really what we're we're also possibly seeing if we're seeing what what that could have happened is that they killed 1200 children um which which is potentially what's happening I think that that is the switch, the the switch for everyone, because here's the thing: uh, too many people have, you know, whispered to me and in different ways that we really don't need an EBS. Uh, I have heard this numerous times. It's too um, frightening to have an have a worldwide EBS, and I say, shut up i agree you, you people are you know and, and like we can't put the child trafficking and i'm not talking about pornography kind of level showing off show off okay i'm not talking about i need to see the pornography level stuff of this you, you don't have to do that there's ways of of you know shadowing the stuff out i, I don't need to see the gross of that that that's not even the issue, and and I am going to give you a couple ideas when we come to this, okay? But but if this is a trigger event to to show that twelve hundred children died, I think this is the pissed off nature that maybe um, America goes, okay, I'm totally done with you, because today we also saw. That Joe Biden did one did two things. He um he intimated that number one, that he compared a house fire, an internal house fire, was similar to a, a Maui fire. Number one. Yeah, number we lost two, his cat in his Corvette. Exactly. Where he, yeah, he just lost a lost a couple little things. And then number two, he fell asleep during their their own internal conversations about how how bad it was. And, and there's long-term video of that, um, of him falling, I mean, of the actor falling asleep. And, and on top of that, every single time that the actor is out there, he is, um, they're saying, you know, F Joe Biden. So, I mean, this is a guy, this, and anyone who says that he is like um, the most beloved president, it tells you how, you know, out of the out of the mind the media is they're so out of touch with this is and and it's how little these these um these elitist morons are that no one even watches them and so what what you're seeing 
farther and farther. I, I mean, I have, I don't even care about the sheep not awake anymore. Um, when they when they do wake up, I'm fine with that. But here's what happens. What wakes sheep up best is children. That's what wakes sheep up best. So I'm sorry, but you know what? Many children have died and they have they will keep dying just just as the part of it. And so if that's what takes for them to wake up, Well, I've always said the same thing. I mean, that's really the one thing that if the truth finally gets out there, and that's really the problem is that it's it's still we're still at that point because a lot of people will say, yes, absolutely. The truth is the, the way to get to reach people right to their core is to talk about these crimes against humanity, specifically crimes against children. I've been speaking about that for a very long time. The problem is, is getting people to believe it. And, and you, you got to put it in their face. You, you yeah. have to put it in their face. And and see, some people are, I mean, I've seen some people like being broken. Now, now let me, let me tell you the people who are awake and I've been, now let me talk, talk to the people who are awake. Every one of you who are already awake, you've already watched the videos. You've already seen all this stuff. Stop worrying about that. You have to go see that stuff. I'm going to share with you how you need to watch those EBS videos. You don't even need to watch them. You already know Hillary is who she is. You already know what Bill Clinton's about. You already know what Obama is about. You don't need to see that stuff. Let me tell you what you need to watch for. You might need to see a connector. <clears throat> you might need to see this or that. You might need to see like a little tiny connector. But I don't even want you to watch that stuff because you need to protect your mind. But number one, what you really need to be looking at is other things. You need to be focusing on like what happened over here with bricks. You need to be watching for the Jasara stuff. You need to watch over here about debt forgiveness. You need to be watching about what's happening with Nasara. You need to be watching about... Um, what's happening around in your communities and all these other little things about the Nasara pieces and all these other things that are happening underneath here, what's happening around the, the, the all the other underneath issues, that not what everyone else is focusing on. If you've ever watched um, some, what everyone else is watching, if you just sit back and watch what every watch the people and not what everyone else is watching, there's a more interesting story going on. And guys, if you've already seen it, you don't need to watch that stuff again. And so I, I'm going to tell you that you don't really need to watch all that stuff and, and go through that trauma again, because you've already seen that you've already seen everything. Again, you might learn one one or two new pieces of information, but you, there isn't almost anything you don't know in there. So I, I'm I'm going to share with you. You're going to be a lot of little tiny things that you might want to learn here or there, but there's there's going to be much more interesting things. I'm going to be looking at credit reports. I'm going to be watching um, how um, people's debts are wiping out, or how bank accounts are happening, or you know, what the price of gold is going to be doing. I'm going to be watching all kinds of other stuff out there. 
We're going to be communicating on other kind of areas and saying, okay, what's happening over here? We're going to be texting back and forth. That's what I'm going to be doing. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, I mean, we could, I could talk about my, I'm probably going to do another show on this topic because there's just so much information to put out there. I mean, there's, in, there's evidence of a land grab that was well in the works and you touched upon the child trafficking issue. Turns out that Hawaii is a major trafficking center in the Pacific region. The satanic sacrifice that you mentioned, 1500, I think plus kids now, children let out of school, parents blocked from coming in. Looks like a satanic sacrifice to me. And I think what a, the question on a lot of people's minds, because, you know, they're hearing that, you know, the deep state is in its final death throes and that basically they're they're, they're a, a cornered rabid animal and they're going scorched earth. And people understand that. But then I guess the, the question then becomes, well, if they can still hit us with these types of weapons, I mean, we're not talking about a low level type of attack here. We're talking about a very high tech type of uh, attack that involved, I mean, we're going to get the whole story eventually, but I'm sure directed energy weapons, 5G, you know, uh, chemtrails that I mentioned, uh, a vast conspiracy down to the local level of deep state controlled police to, uh, police force. I mean, th this was a well-coordinated attack. So I guess the point is, is that people are wondering to themselves, you know, could the White Hats have pre prevented this attack? And if not, then doesn't it stand to reason that they could continually hitting us with these types of directed energy weapons and harp weapons? And, you know, we've seen this type of thing go on. And I think people are wondering about that, you know, how how much longer this can go on, these attacks, these fifth gen attacks against we the people yeah. before we see military intervention, how many people have to die? And I think that that is a very legitimate question. What do you say to that? Well, and 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 that's that's a great point. I mean, you know, you, you, you're asked, I mean, you know, you keep saying the same thing, like, you know, when does, I mean, like, when does the end of it, you know, kind of come? I mean, you know, when you, when you're looking at the end of a war and you're in the last days of a war, um, guys, you could ask the same thing of, of, uh, um, May of 1945. Um, I think the end of World War II is May 9th of 1945. So what about if you're at May second 1945 if you guys go watch may 2nd of 1945 i mean it's furious i mean furious warfare that's happening i mean there is so much so many millions of people are, that, that are involved in this i mean and there's hundreds of thousands and there it's 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 so many people that are still dying in that area and in, in a very concentrated area and you're going can it please just be over and unfortunately that's it, it just isn't the case and i i know that isn't that is not thrilling to people in that way and i hate every second of this um and and you you've got to find a way to find your own peace i mean because there's things you can't control and I, I, I kid you not, uh, you, I, I would love to just walk over there and strangle the, the cabal. I mean, I'd strangle them with my own hands and shoot them all myself if I could. But there's nothing I can do about it in this in this situation. And and things that are out of your control, you you you, you just get your blood blood pressure up just too high. So 
what I, I would say is that the reality is, trust me, this keeps those the generals up there. And uh, but I always I always put it to you this way: the military is <clears throat> always looking, you know, to end it. You know, they always are looking for the right way, the best way to end it. You know, with the least amount of lives lost. They always are. That's how the military thinks. <clears throat> Financial people are always saying, you know, the, and, and they're working hand to hand, okay? So the financial people are also saying, we need to get this done because guess what? We're running out of money. And we're, when we run out of money, people are dying too. Um, and, and, you know, this, this is, we're running out of money too. See, we have people that are suffering because bankruptcies and all kinds of other things. So there's a, this is a convergence of both sides of this. And now there's pressure on both sides, pressuring each other on this, this thing. So these people are meeting together and there's a lot of pressure. And now that's why I'm telling you about the world here. The BRICS is coming in over here and smashing down on America. And I'm excited about them pushing on us. See, that's what, that's what should excite you. Because now it's not just, I mean, because we have never had BRICS meeting on going, hey, we're going to go gold back. Because we can't let them go gold back without us being gold backed. I mean, we could be a couple days outside of this. But, and, and Trump knows this. He knows about his own executive order. Yeah, he for knows, sure he does. He knows about his own executive order. He would not be putting his true social tweets out, whatever you want to call them. Um, he would not be putting those tweets out. He talks about them all the time. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't be talking about, I mean, my God, if I was his lawyer, I would be screaming at him, shut up about the rigging. I mean, I, I mean, I would, I mean, I'd be coming unglued on him. Well, you know, speaking of his truths, he retruthed Jan Halper Hayes. And that was, you know, like a stamp of approval. You know? Exactly. There, there. He knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's getting after on this particular topic. He's doing it on purpose. It's not because he's just irritating everyone. He's doing it with a calculation. He's again, like you talk about five D. He's talking. He's playing five D chess. He's playing the chess way ahead of them. He frustrates that that the cabal because they don't know what he's doing so that's why they keep throwing it I, I heard a truther that said this i mean a while ago and i've been asked this a hundred times um there was a truther was like well i just don't think trump is the right guy i just don't think that he you know i think he's part of the cabal and i'm like are you a moron <laughs> and someone sent me his like youtube video and like you're stupid if yeah of trump course he's on youtube is if, if trump is part of the cabal why would they keep arresting him one simple point just that answer me that one or riddle me that they would never arrest him they would never try to shut him down if he was part of the cabal they would never shut him off well, if he was part of the cabal, why is he highlighted every one of their crimes? 
and put them right out, right out there for everyone to see. I mean, that's, I, I say the same thing too, about, you know, when people made the comment about Q being a, a psyop, which, you know, it is, a, it was a psyop, but in a good way, but you know, this negative psyop to basically sideline Patriots and to discredit us and all that stuff. I mean, give me a break. I mean, what Q did was completely educate and start a grass movement, the likes of which history has never even seen before. The fact that we're talking right now, the fact that all of us have come together and created this community, I, I, I point to that and I say, well, you know, if that if that were the case and this was some sort of a deep state operation, why would they air all of their dirty laundry? Why would oh, they create a, a massive movement against them? Why, and in the same stupid. It would be stupid. It, it it literally would be the dumbest. It would put us to world. sleep. That's where they want us. They don't want us thinking. They don't yeah, want no, us investigating. I don't care if you're on the right wing or the if you're on the right or the left wing of this, right? If you're part of the the Great Reset people, or if you're part of the people, the Patriot group, you. I mean, and and listen, I have I have literally asked the question of um because I know um Patriot military people, okay. And I've asked this question, how have the Patriot military people not risen up and started invaded and not invading cities? I mean, because I know some of those people and, and they go, well, we've actually, I know some of the military people have included them in the military in some ways. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're going, they're, they're mollifying them every day. But what happens is they want us to speak. Because when we speak, what happens is it get, wakes people up. And, and we're not, I'm not talking about violence here. No, we're not talking about violence at all. But they want us on the edge and going, we're awake. And we're, we're pointing all of you idiots out. And we're telling all the idiots, you need to be scared of the people. Because, because a real government needs to be afraid of its people. Because in the, in the near future, when we have um, Congress and Senate and state Senate and mayors and um, elected officials, what's going to happen? And they're going to be term-limited people. When I send Josephine to Senate and she says, my goals are to fix education, I say, okay, you better get your butt in gear because you got two term, you got a term, this first term, get your butt in gear. And I'm going to meet with you in, in, let's say, you know, six months. My, me and my group are going to meet with you in six months, and I'm going to ask you, how far did you get with it? If you haven't got very far, well, I've been, I've been trying to meet with this person, that person. I'm like, I'm going to kick your butt if you don't get to this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start rising up, and we're going to put together a, 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 a group of people who are going to make your life miserable with with a a YouTube group so scary and 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 you're going to I mean they're just going to make your life so miserable with this just like we're doing people right now and and then you better start doing it do your job and here's the thing if you don't do your job what happens you get fired and see that's what happens 
that's what performance evaluations are. If you don't do your job, you get fired. And see, that's what's not that that's why Nancy Pelosi and all these other idiots, they don't ever get fired. And so we need our government to be completely responsive to us. And they have never been responsive to us. And so we need to flip the script. And when we flip the script, then they're fully responsive to us. And then they do our bidding because guess what? We become, they, um, what the happens, there is no more political class. They become citizens and then they're in government. And then we become in the government and it flips back and forth. Absolutely. Well, you know, along these same lines of fifth generational warfare, we could certainly talk about pandemic two that they're trying to push on us now. And it really goes, it dovetails nicely with what you were just talking about, which is essentially the people demonstrating that we are in fact in control and not the state. So right on cue, pun intended, we're seeing the MSM, we're seeing big pharma, they're gearing up this narrative for another pandemic. Biden is recommending that everybody go out and get another booster shot. So it looks like they're actually going to go with another round of COVID. And right. I didn't honestly think they would go that route, but it, it appears that that's the direction they're headed. Now, obviously, this could change, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts on how this is going to play out in the public this time. Because to me, if they do this, and again, you know, if, if your timeline, what we're talking about tonight, you know, where we started about September 12th, I mean, if I don't think they'll even have time necessarily to get yeah, there. But what's your take on that? I don't. I don't think they're going to have time. And and even if even if we even if we kind of get you know sort of close to this, the the reality is um, the the reality is when 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 we kind of come up to this. Um, let, let's let's say we were let's let's say that. Um, Let's let's say that the EBS we weren't at that time frame. Let, let's say that the EBS. Let, let's say that our timeline was was actually in November for the heck of it. Okay, okay. let's say that that you know my um, executive order was really coming up in November and the BRICS summit was going to be in November just for the heck of it. Okay, mm-hmm. and so I I you know have we have more time frame before my. Um, back wall event and september one was COVID again and they were going to pull up COVID and shove it down try to shove it down my throat um personally you know those little stupid circles that you used to walk on i don't even stand on them i purposely do not walk around them yeah and 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 the reality is um what what needs to happen is that um no one needs to ever wear the idiot mask and we need to laugh and laugh and laugh at them. And so what we all need to do is just laugh at the idiots and we just need to continually laugh at them. And what we need to do is just go prove it w- with the law because, and I, I have, I have asked this question of, I, I had a consulting firm that I actually said this of a consulting firm because um, I am a uh, I, I'm a business owner, okay, and I I work with a consulting firm, and this consulting firm was talking to them about mask and um, uh, COVID shot mandates, okay, and they were this consulting firm was talking about um, using 
the uh, the vaccine mandates and the and the mass mandates in, did you not policy procedure manuals? And I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" I said, "I can't even tell a um an employee that they should put uh, that what they should do about toe jam." I, I can't even say it, toe jam of, of what they should do. My God, I can't even do that as related to HIPAA. I mean, that's a HIPAA violation. Yeah. And, and I said, I said, do you know the difference between mandate and a law? And I'm, I'm telling you just from a business owner standpoint. And he goes, and this is the this is the vice president of a mainline company. Um, and he goes, well, no. And I said, uh, a mandate doesn't have the balls to go through um, a, go through a Congress, Senate, and a presidency, or Congress, Senate, and, and the and the governor. And, and I said, as long as that doesn't happen, it is not legal. And so every single one of them, it is not a legal thing. And here's what happens if one employee has a has a, a side effect, what happens is that here's what happens. That employee then goes, wait, Scott, as the business owner, told me that I needed to have it. Then Scott goes, oh, the consulting firm put it, said, well, the consulting firm uh, told me that I should put it in my employee manual. Forget about the forget about the uh, the vaccine firm, okay? See, forget about the vaccine firm. And and by the way, this is coming down the road, because um, guess what? Pfizer is going to get their 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 hiney whipped like nobody's business. But this is coming like a freight train. Um, the consulting firm and and Scott, the business owner, is going to get their butt whipped in so many ways as soon as the employee figures this out. That that she was harmed by the vaccine, and so um, it's going to destroy whole companies because they're going to come after employee owners. So mm -hmm. I mean, it, 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 this is why I, I have said from the moment uh, March twenty twenty, I don't care if you believe in this or you don't believe in it. Don't have an opinion ever on this thing. And I said this in front of people who who ninety percent of my um, industry is um, like pro left wing. I mean, it's total left wingers. And and I'm going to give you a, a, a tiny little story that I've never really said in front of a group. I just I just um this audiology meeting right, and I, I was listening to a, a meeting, and and again we're talking about audiologists, all doctors of audiology who know better, right? And this one woman is, is sitting in a room with a patient and the patient's like, <coughs> and she's like this, right? And she goes, and she goes, oh, excuse me for a minute. And she walks out of the room. She goes, everyone get out of here, get out of here. And she, and she does it quietly. Right. And she, everyone got out of there. And then, and then she finishes with the patient. She wipes down the whole clinic and she makes everyone go home for Friday as well. And then she calls the patient up on Sunday night. She goes, oh, yeah, I just, and she makes sure she gets a COVID test 
And she goes, oh, it came back negative. She goes, I just was, I've been, I've been having a, like a, a like a, something in my throat has been bugging me for a while. And she goes, a negative. And she goes, I was just scared. And I just thought, and I was going, oh my God, you got to be kidding me. It you really know? is a mass formation psychosis. I mean, that's a it, term it is, I haven't it, talked about in a while, but that really is what it is. Cause you're absolutely right. It's this level of, and, and we don't think about it from, from, a business owner, because that's how I look at this, this business owner standpoint of this, this psychosis that comes in and, and this, and this fear level thing, but what's going to happen um, post, post Nasara, post EBS is you, the, the people who are awake are going to be running and you're going to be so far ahead, but the people who are not awake, they're going to be stuck. They're going to be like, they're, they're going to be like in, in a fog. They're going to have to be like sitting there going, you mean this COVID thing was real? Or, I mean, it was fake all along. And, and, and that they're going to be in such massive level of denial. And, and, and they're just going to be broken vessels. I agree. And, and there's going to be so much litigation going on and levels of litigation going on. There's going to be a lot of post-level chaos that you guys just have no idea. I mean, so many people think it's going to be like this bliss state post-Nasara. I'm going, oh, there's not, there's not going to be a bliss. There's going to be chaos. And, and it's chaos because, you know, people are going to come to you and asking you questions, but you got to be ready for your answers. But secondly, there's going to be internal chaos of stuff. Um, and they're going to be like freaking about their own answers and, and freaking about, you know what, I gave my son, uh, I made my son wear a mask from four years old to six years old. You know, and and how much guilt that they're going to have, and all that that kind of stuff. So anyway, my my point back to this this whole thing is that, um, as as we see that that kind of thing, I think what what we're what we're probably going to see is is while the universities and schools might be doing it, you're just going to see a whole group of people going, I I'm not doing it. I I'm I'm not doing it, and. And the, the school systems are going to say, no, no. And, and, and you're going to see a, a pushback like you have never seen it before. And, and so it's going to be a standoff. And I, I think um, that's why I think the, I think the military knows that, that the, the cabal wants to push it that way. And I think you have, I think we've got to have, um, this coming in. Um, so that's why I think not just, um, you know, the, the, the nature of, of the, uh, all the burning that we're seeing around America, around the world, the flooding that is just massive, the bricks, the, um, all the stuff that's going on in the EBS or excuse me, the, um, the timing of, of the EO one uh, executive or one, three, eight, four, eight. But I think we've got so many things happening that it's, 
it is, I think we are at that time frame. Absolutely. But, uh, I'd like to throw one thing out to you at this one point too. I would say to you that, um, and, and Captain Kyle and I are going to be on on Sunday, and he and I have talked privately about this, and, and I, I think he he wouldn't mind if I said this, but he and I both believe that I'm of the opinion that the um, the formal time frame when you I don't believe there's going to be a shutdown. I don't think it's a, a lockdown. That's stupid. That's cabal level stuff. Um, I think it's the disclosure, you know, the sitting in your home, watching it like nine 11 kind of thing, you know, where everyone's kind of sitting in their home, really looking at the TV is, is I think it's three to five days. I, I don't believe you can go on for three weeks. You know, I, when I hear truthers saying three weeks and four weeks, do you know how depressed people would be? Yeah, I agree. I don't think it can go on that long. Two, three weeks of seeing people hung, you know, um, or seeing little kids being harmed. I don't, you, you, guys, after a week, everyone's going to go, I can't, I can't see this anymore. It does not mean that yet you, you're not going to know about, you need to know about more things than this. And guess what? We're going to learn about a lot more stuff. Okay. But you can disclose that through movie theaters and you can disclose that through the real media. Um, you right. can disclose that through a lot more areas of new books and new audiobooks and new information flow with that so no absolutely i and i i've been saying pretty consistently i don't think that they're going to just upend the garbage can on the public all at once i think they're going to be very strategic in terms of how they introduce everybody to these horrific realities and i think that a lot of the stuff the really dark stuff i mean obviously the human trafficking and the pedophilia is have to be in there that has to be up there but i think when you get into the satanic uh, you know, the torturing of children, the adrenochrome harvesting, the organ harvesting, all of that, those types of things are going to come out. But I think that you do run the risk of kind of like what you say, you know, people just can only take so much right. cognitively, and they're going to be under assault from so many different areas, the, the entire foundation of their life is is going to be uprooted and shown to them as being complete lie, a complete deception that has been driven by evil. Not just that they've been lied to, but they've been under the thumb of Satan's minions, and they've built the entire foundation of their lives on a lie, of their lives on a lie, excuse me. And I think that is going to be in and of itself enough to process. And I think eventually as consciousness rises, people are going to be then able to digest more of the truth. But I think initially, there, I agree with you, it's going to be the election fraud, there's going to be covid and there's going to be the pedophilia and the human trafficking, because those right. are the three areas that just have to come out. Now, I do have one other question for you before my final question, uh, which was, um, can does Executive Order 13848 is the same also true? I mean, we were talking about it in the context of election interference, but it also ties in crimes against humanity, which also brings in the COVID conversation that we were just having. So is the same also true? If it were to expire, does it then negate 
everything that was captured in essence by by virtue of having Trump sign that executive order and catch all these people in the act with the human trafficking and all of those things. It, I mean, I guess what I'm asking is, is that all the more reason why it's so critical that we have to see some action before the expiration date because of COVID as well as the election interference? Well, the the, the COVID and the, and the uh, human trafficking, I think those are pretty darn well covered in the 13818, which was a few months before that point in time which was still also kind of covered in um in that in that one point in time so that those are covered in those those particular ones and I don't exactly know why those were you know covered for a little bit but those were those were kind of kept um so again I I don't have the exact reason why those are still in in effect with that um but though um the 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 election fraud one was just stuck at the end of the, of of the, the the September 12th time frame um but it's it's real interesting why those though and those uh, the election fraud issue is is the one interesting one where we have heard the uh I'm trying to remember the the 200 um the 200,000 um sealed indictments the massive number of those sealed indictments are the election fraud issues. So it's and and it's and it's it's the it's the um, it's the local mail carrier, it's the it's the FedEx driver, you know. And sometimes it's it's the nice person, but you know they they got a really nice truck, you know, every single year because they got money for it, um, or every. You know, every single year, and they they just got enough money to, you know, pay their way through college, kids through college, and the, and they just they just kept doing it, um, and so they, you know, they they got paid for it, and so, you know, I, I believe those those FEMA camps are really where we're keeping a lot of those guys, um, or or we're gonna keep them for a bit, and and they're gonna be in for federal crime issues. These are. These are heavy federal crimes. So I don't think they're Gitmo kind of levels, um, but they're, they're when we prosecute them from a federal kind of situation, it's a really big federal crime, and you know um, th- this is a big deal, and and they know it. That the, and they sign documentation for this stuff, and and they've been doing it systematically. For a for a very long time, so so you know those are the kind of things that 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 we've done that we've seen in that level. But I think that we we, we have to when we deal with this circumstance. Where we see the the crimes against humanity. It it's it's kept when they when they say the crimes against humanity part. What it's covered over is all the ways that uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi has done, um, kept her uh, her fingers in the shipping lanes. And so that has actually uh, kept some of that going. For instance, um, I heard um, back in 2014, when I first learned about Trump running for president, which when I, I first learned about this, I didn't even know anything really about Trump running for president. I thought that was crazy to me when I first learned about 
the gold. Yeah, a lot of people did. I mean, if we're being honest, I mean, I I raised my eyebrows when I first heard about Trump. I wasn't aware of this whole operation. I mean, it's it's okay to admit that. Right. And then and then in 2016, when I when I'm learning about the Nasara kind of thing, I didn't even know what what Nasara was, but I you know I was learning about this whole thing about you know uh, uh, the the blockchain kind of thing that they were building for it. They didn't have the name of QFS. And then in 2016, when I heard, you know, this thing about, you know, um, Trump was was running for it. And my contact was talking about um, Pence, Mike Pence. He was like, oh, that boy, you know, he is a, um, you know, I was like, he's he's a Christian guy. He's he's a good guy. And he's like, no, he's not. He's a he's a child trafficker. You know, and I'm like, what are you talking Something about? Pence always gave me the willies. I gotta say, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And and he was he kind of like went all the way through this, and I was going, "I never heard about any of the child trafficking that he is talking about this stuff." For frankly, it took four or five years before anyone had ever mentioned it, and and I was like going, "Wow!" He was blowing my mind back in 2016. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe him until like. Four years later until i really until people started bringing it out i'm like man he was bringing this stuff out and and i couldn't believe anyone was that sick mm-hmm. when you when you realize it and and it's and it's it's how they systemically keep themselves in place so they they keep themselves in place through that through the election issues so that they can keep their pedophilia going so that's that. That's, right. that's that linking of that crimes against humanity. That's the hardest spiritual stumbling block is accepting the true nature of evil and right. what it is. And it's so much easier. And all of us, I think, wish on certain days that we could take the blue pill and go back and forget that we know all of these things. Obviously, we wouldn't do that ultimately. But the temptation, I'm sure, would be there hypothetically because knowing these things is not comfortable. And it's like you you alluded to the metaphor you used a little while back, we were talking about, you know, going through all the mud and the muck and having to to traverse this journey is not pleasant. And, uh, you know, we have that resistance to it. I think most of us go through that when we're awakening is that denial aspect. We want to try to prove wrong what our spirit is telling us we should in, at least investigate. Maybe not necessarily that it's true, but that we have to investigate it. And yep. we can never really get past that spiritual impetus to do that. But in those initial phases, we're trying to disprove all of this horrific evil. Oh yeah, I, you know, and that's—I mean—that's very, very true. Yeah, we we want we want to not believe that. We want, excuse me, we want to say that can't be right. Right, and 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 that is actually a great place to be in when you say that can't be right. Um, that I, I really don't want that to be right. That's actually a good place. Remember, I was talking to you about the Veritas thing versus the pseudos, the the part where it's the opinion. Okay, mm-hmm. and when you when you cultivate that opinion kind of thing, and you lean over here to that opinion, um, that's actually the falsehood stuff. Um, when you lean away from that and you investigate and you research more of that stuff, um. That's where you really need to be. Um, people on your Telegram channel and people on my Telegram channel, one of the things that that get 
my administrators really ticked off about and me ticked off about is when they go, well, I just don't see it. And well, why don't you just show me that, that information? And I'm like, dude, go research it. I, I mean, right. go research it. It's That's I the mean, whole point. I mean, you got to do your own research here. Yep. I'm not talking about when I make a, a wild, you know, claim out there, you know, some crazy claim, but we're talking about a, a verified, you know, kind of point that is, that is a very common kind of thing. And someone walks into the telegram channel and, and, you know, it's, it's a, it's a kind of a, a stream that we're walking through here and they just don't want to believe it. They go, well, I don't want to believe that. So where, you know, where's your proof? Like, you know, like, well, that's the thing that I run into as well. I mean, it, it, unfortunately, I just very briefly before we wrap this up, but, you know, my family, it's the same thing. I try to tell them things on my friends and contacts and whatnot. And they're still up until very recently, because I honestly, I kind of gave up with a lot of these individuals, especially as I got deeper into my own podcasting journey and connecting with like-minded people. But I'm still surrounded by all of these normies and I give them a piece of information and they run it through their processing machine in their brain of the mainstream media and whether or not it has the mainstream media stamp of approval on it. Right. And it's like it's like asking the murderer if they committed the crime and if they're guilty. <laughs> and they just don't seem to really connect those dots. Now, is that beginning to change? I'd certainly like to hope so. I mean, there are a lot of indicators and certainly we could talk about them on another conversation. I was going to ask you another question, but I think we tied this together very nicely. We've been on, I think for about, well, it's been at least an hour and a half. So this is probably a good place to end it. So before we do uh, tell folks a little bit about where they can get more information, where they can get your books, your telegram channel, and any final thoughts you want to leave the audience with. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think that, you know, we're, we're at that critical time frame again, you know, this is, we're right there, guys. Um, we're at, you know, you can go to drscottyoung.com and you can kind of get, uh, there is a uh, a real easy download that you can kind of get that just talks about Nasara. So you can kind of get a, an outline that you can download it. You can leave a donation if you want to, but you don't have to, okay? Uh, there's a book behind me. It's called The Revelation of the Red Pill. And so it gives you some information more about that kind of stuff. We have a Telegram channel. It's, um, um, uh, I think it's Dr. Scott Young or Dr. Scott Nasara. So again, you can find me pretty darn easy on the, all the different areas. It's always Dr. Scott Young kind of thing. All right. Well, it's great to have you on. Always an interesting conversation. We covered a lot of different topics tonight. I wanted to ask you a QFS related question, but I'm going to wait until next time. And hopefully, you know, the by the next time we talk, who knows, it could be a very different conversation or fun. Uh, in general, but I mean, let's hope so. Right. But uh, I, I really do love having you on Dr. Scott Young. It's an honor. Thank you everybody out there for listening. Make sure you check out the links in the description. I'll put some links to Dr. Scott's, uh, uh, your website, your telegram, some of the uh, links that you just mentioned. And uh, thank you everybody out there. I'll be back soon with another report until then God bless and Godspeed. Patriot out.